Imagine your new bathroom, a sparkling new tub, a modern shower conversion, a seamless new wall, all done in as little as a day. Introducing Bathfitter. Join over 2 million customers delighted with our one-of-a-kind remodeling process. No demolition, no mess. Guaranteed for life. Installed in as little as a day. Book a free in-home consultation at bathfitterpodcasts.com and get our best offer of the year right now. Bathfitter, 35 years of better bath remodels. So there's been this debate raging for quite some time and for obvious reasons about uh, Civil War II. And I've commented on this a couple of times uh, myself, uh, and I get asked about this a lot. Uh, Anyway, uh, yesterday I was watching going through TikTok, it's a uh, ridiculously entertaining uh, little app there that uh, honestly at first didn't see much point to. I thought it was more of a millennial thing. Uh, You know, I, I didn't think that I would enjoy it as much as I did, but holy cow, there's First of all, there's a lot of conservatives on there, and, and there's a lot of, like, people that the that the left don't want you to know exist, like black conservatives and that kind of thing. It was, uh, it was very eye-opening, and, and it's hilarious. I mean, there are some very, very talented, funny people uh, on TikTok. Uh, and, and as I was scrolling through, I came across this... Uh, one fellow who, and again, one of the big topics is, is Civil War II. And, and on one side, you've got the liberals who are saying that, oh, the, the, the American people can't stand up to the might of the United States military. And they're, they're, if, they do, if they stand against the government, they're terrorists. And that was the kind of guy that, that I ran into on this particular uh, case, and in in my estimation, honestly, well, I get to that in a minute. Uh, so the first case this guy made, and and it, like most liberals, they follow a script. They receive their marching orders, and and they follow the script. You know, I don't, I don't know if they get memos, if, if they get it from watching MSNBC, they don't get it from watching CNN that much anymore now, do they? But I digress. Um, but anyway, they, NBC, MSNBC, CBS, any one of those, uh, alphabet soup networks doesn't really matter because they all say the same thing. And that's my point here, is that that these are just the talking points that they're running through. And so, uh, of course, the the typical talking point of uh, you can't stand, the American people can't stand against the uh, U.S. military. And just saying that, just saying that, 
speaks to their mindset. Their mindset is that the American people that disagree with the government need to be subjugated. They need to be subjugated by the United States military. So we're, we're not even allowed to disagree with the government. We're not allowed to have opposing views. We must be forced to hold the same views or be re-educated. This fellow went a little bit further. He made, albeit ridiculous arguments, he made argumentation that advances the idea that the left has and proves that the paradigm that they are coming from is that of feudalism and i'm not i'm not kidding when i say that one of the things that this guy said he was making the argument that they would defeat us by destroying our infrastructure uh, a la the way that it was done in Iraq, the way that the United States won the Iraq War. This, first of all, and, and like most leftists, they they don't really know what they're talking about. Again, they're just parroting the talking points. And this talking point is about destroying our infrastructure, and, and we're going to make it so that you cannot buy anything. This is also rather apocalyptic at the same time, and I'm going to get into that on another segment today, uh, but we're going to make it so that you can't buy anything. We are going to make it so that you cannot grow your own food. We are going to make it so that you cannot hunt for your own food. Basically, we're going to starve you out. We are going to starve you into subjection. We are going to make it, again, so that you can't buy anything, so we're going to control all commerce so that you'll have no money. This is, this is also coming from a globalist standpoint. The globalists believe that he who controls the money controls the people. That's not the case, as is being proven by uh, the uh, uh, Shanghai, what is the SCO, uh, Shanghai Cooperative Organization, I believe is what it's called, uh, which comprises the China, uh, Russia, um, a lot of Eastern Europe, um, Southeastern Asia. Um, that's being proven not true. That globalist idea that he who controls the money, he who controls the commerce controls the people, that's just not the case. Uh, it's being proven not the case. Um, but, but that shows you where they're coming from. This concept that we're going to starve you out. We are going to starve you into subjection. We don't even have to shoot you is basically what this guy is saying. 
he said that uh, you think you can go and live in the woods. Those are our woods. We know those woods. No, and this is this is where no, he, those are not your woods. First of all, it's it's not. This is not, and it shows the feudalistic idea, this this viewpoint that they're coming from. This is not the king's woods. Those are not the king's deer. Those are our woods. Those are our woods. We own that land. The United States government does not own the land. The United States government does not own the people. The people own and employ the United States government. The United States government are our employees. The rulers of the United States are we, the people. We are not ruled. The government exists via our consent. And per the Declaration of Independence, when the government becomes destructive of those ends, we, the people, have the right to alter or abolish it, not the other way around. So we can get that out of the way right now. Just the very premise from which these people are operating is fundamentally flawed. So it's wrong from the jump. From the jump, it is wrong. If we vote in Republicans to take over Congress in 2022, it's over. The Great Reset is over, assuming that they do what we elect them to do, of course which is a pretty big assumption, quite frankly, given a lot of the Republicans that we've had to deal with uh, historically. But still, assuming they do our will, Joe Biden becomes a lame duck. His will is over. His agenda is closed. As a matter of fact, he's going to be getting impeached again, if we can trust the Republicans that we have elected. Second thing, second second reason this this premise is wrong, is that the federal government, if not given specific powers, is subject to the will of the states. So the states themselves can decide where and to what level the federal government can operate. Federal law enforcement is subject to the laws of the states in which they operate. And if those states decide federal law enforcement officers do not have law enforcement privileges, 
Guess what? They don't. They can't go around arresting folks. They've got no authority whatsoever, except those that the states allow them to have. So federal law enforcement is out. With regards to their... Well, and, and we'll get more into this in just a second. I'm getting ahead of myself. With regards to the argument about we're going to starve you out, we're going to uh, make it so that you can't buy anything, they 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 have, again, this, this concept that because they control U.S. fiat currency, they control all economy. No, that's not the case. Not, not even remotely. Um, we are perfectly capable of, and actually have been for quite some time, creating what has been termed a parallel police or a parallel economy a parallel society. So if you shut us out of your society, we've got our own. We can do our own trading. We don't need your U.S. dollars. We certainly don't need this uh, federal uh, digital currency that is going to theoretically be coming into existence in, I believe, December. We don't need that. Um, and that's, that's a totally different argument for a different day. But basically, we are perfectly capable of trading amongst ourselves, creating our own economy outside of the framework of U.S. fiat currency and U.S. digital currency. We don't need that. Yes, we will be able to grow our own food. Yes, we will be able to hunt for our own food. We've been doing it for centuries. We do not need the government's permission to do either one of those things. And the government cannot stop us. They just do not have enough personnel to stop us. They just don't. Which brings me to my next point, the U.S. military. Another failed paradigm that liberals are coming from is one that uh, they have been made victims of by Hollywood in assuming that the United States military are nothing more than a bunch of mindless, knuckle-dragging robots. They are not. They also assume that U.S. military personnel have to follow every single order that they are given without question. They do not. Let me state this again as a veteran. They do not have to follow every order that they are given mindlessly without question. They do not. As a matter of fact... If an order they are given is illegal, is unconstitutional, not only do they not have to follow it, they are obligated not to follow it. Let me say that again. If an order is illegal, if it violates the laws... If it violates the Constitution of the United States, which we are sworn to uphold, 
we are obligated not to follow those orders. Now, will there be some? Certainly will. As a matter of fact, something very interesting is happening to the United States military. And ironically, the liberals are shooting themselves in the foot as proof of the points that I just stated. A large portion of the United States military will not follow orders that they are given to go around disarming and subjugating the people of the United States. They will not. Now, have you got a whole bunch of generals in upper and middle management that are following lockstep along with Biden, Obama, and the left, Susan, Susan Collins, and, and not Susan Collins, I'm sorry, Susan Rice, and that, that, that group? Yeah, there, there will be those that follow. But you've got tens of thousands of military personnel to include special operations personnel level two or tier two and tier one guys that are being forced out of the military by the very administration that is threatening to use them because of the vaccine mandates. And this is proof that a large portion of the United States military will not follow orders that are illegal. Because those who are choosing not to get the vaccine because the mandate is illegal are being forced out of the military. And where are they being forced out of the military to? Oh, well, that brings us to our next point. They're being forced into the civilian sector where there are millions of their brothers and sisters all of whom have been trained for and have been forged by the last 20-some-odd years of war. Now, the ones who will stay back in the military Those are the ones who are sympathetic to the left. Those themselves may be leftists. Now, there may be some others who are not, here or there. But the vast majority of them will be leftists. And these leftists are more concerned with inclusion and diversity and pronouns. They are less disciplined because they feel that rules do not apply to them, that they are special little snowflakes. And this kind of concept has been, to one extent or another, not only allowed within the confines of the United States military, but encouraged 
these are not warriors. The people you're forcing out are warriors. The people who have been out for an extended period of time, who are veterans of Iraq, who are veterans of Afghanistan, those are warriors. They know how to fight this kind of war. The folks on the left side do not. They're foot soldiers. BLM and Antifa, the new Ku Klux Klan, they don't know how to fight this kind of war. Nor do the other foot soldiers that the left are currently unleashing on the people of the United States, the criminal class. These are also undisciplined. They may be hard to a certain extent, but they're not disciplined. And quite frankly, having worked on several of them during my time in the emergency room, they ain't that hard either. So, no, you don't really have a lot of military power. You just don't. And again, those of us who you have forced out, we already know how the military works. We know how to fight this kind of war. So should it come to that, which I quite frankly doubt it will, let me get that out of the way too. I don't think any of this is going to come to pass necessarily. Not at this point. But even if it does, no, you don't have that kind of, we, we've got you. We've got you outnumbered. We've got you outgunned. We've got you outclassed. So, no. So the military type situation is, is not... Uh, not going to help you. Let's look at this from a historical standpoint, too. No enemy of the United States has ever seriously considered attempting to conquer and hold the interior of the United States. And there's a reason for that. And many of you have heard this story because when the idea was being bandied about by the Japanese uh, prior to or at the beginning of our entry into World War II, this concept was being kicked around. And I can't remember who it was. It was a Japanese general or a Japanese admiral. I believe it was a Japanese admiral. And he said, oh no, this is something we cannot do. And when asked why, he accurately stated, with only slight hyperbole, if you invaded the United States, you would find a gun behind every blade of grass. This is, again, only a slight overstatement. I know of another individual who was U.S. Army intelligence, 
And after the Soviet Union fell and the Russia was being re, you know rebuilt and all that kind of stuff, he was actually at a dinner with several Russian generals. And he asked one of them, did you guys ever think about invading the United States? Because he, he was, you know, the, I, I guess they were talking about movies or whatnot. And he, uh, the, the idea was that uh, uh, that movie with the high school kids fighting a guerrilla war against uh, a Russian and Cuban invaders I can't believe I can't remember this. I remember that their football team, they called themselves the Wolverines, and I cannot believe I can't remember the name of the movie. Uh, I saw the original, but I didn't see the follow-up, uh, the reboot. But um, Red Dawn. Red Dawn. I guess they were talking about movies, and Red Dawn came up or something along those lines. And he asked, did you guys ever consider doing that? And he said, no. So no, nobody ever considered doing that for the exact same reason. They had a hard enough time in Afghanistan. The United States would be a thousand times worse. So they never even considered it. Now, if you've got, during World War II, the Japanese, who were certainly the big power, the big boys on the block, who wouldn't consider it. And throughout the entire Cold War, the Russians, with one of the more massive armies in the world, who wouldn't consider it. Then believe you me, with an armed forces of just slightly over a million people, and only a third of those, or maybe less, are actually combat-trained people, maybe a quarter, maybe less than that, are actual combat people, you're definitely not going to take the interior of the United States. It's just not going to happen. So that concept is gone. But in the end, again, I don't think that's going to happen. I really don't think that's going to happen. The last couple of days, I've gotten the indication that the left are scared shitless. They know what's coming in 2022, and the very fact that they're this panicked indicates that they know they can't do anything about it. Now they can fight and they can flee, and they're, and they're going to try their best to try to keep Trump, because that's another thing. They're focused. They've al they know they've already lost 2022. They're focusing on trying to keep Trump out of the White House again. If they're focusing on that, that means they're scared that that's going to happen. They, they're scared that they know that they can't cheat their way out of it again. So they're trying to get him uh, by indicting him, which that's not going to stop him either. Even if they indict him, that's not going to stop him. Hell, even if they can get a conviction, that's not going to stop him. 
A lot of people think it is. A lot of pe people think that a criminal indictment or a criminal conviction will stop somebody from holding office. No. The Constitution is what states the qualifications for an individual who can run for President of the United States. The Constitution. And there's nothing in the Constitution about that. About criminal history, indictments, nothing. Nothing like that. You can pass all the laws you want. They will not trump the Constitution of the United States. If you want to change the Constitution, there's a way to do that. But you have to follow the rules of amending the Constitution. And they don't have time for that, and they don't have the numbers for that. So it's not going to happen. They sure as hell aren't going to have the numbers after 2022. So they're scared. They're scared to death. And they're pulling these fascist, Nazi-esque type movements by using their weaponized law enforcement against Trump and his friends, his insiders, to try to intimidate them, to try to come up with anything that they can so that they can try to indict him, which is not going to happen. And I think personally, and now I'm not the only one apparently, who believes that the stuff that they've been looking for is not evidence against Trump. It's evidence that Trump has on them. I think that's what they're scared of. I think that's why they're so panicked, because they know the second the new Congress is sworn in and they start to investigate all of this stuff, everything that Trump has, he can give them. And then it's over. The whole kitten caboodle is done. So the very idea of them using the U.S. military to subjugate the people of the United States is not going to happen. Just the concept is a complete misunderstanding, a total misunderstanding of the, the, the organization of the United States of America, of a federalist system, of the Constitution, the Declaration of Independence, U.S. law, U.S. military law, the U.S. military in general, it's total fantasy, and it's not going to happen if, if a civil war were to occur in the United States. It would be much more along the lines of the one that happened in Colombia, it wouldn't last as long as the one in Colombia did. I think the one in Colombia lasted like five or six years. But it would end very much the same. The left would hold the urban areas. The right would hold everything else. The military and law enforcement, the vast majority of military and law enforcement, would end up siding with the right. And the right would eventually end up winning. And again, I think in the United States, two years tops. Two years tops and it's over. Because if the left controls all of the urban areas, we've already got you surrounded. 
it's already over. We grow the food. Okay. And, and Texas and Louisiana, we own the majority of the refineries in the United States, so you ain't going to get any oil. We supply your electricity for the most part. We'll be able to cut that off. It will be over a year, two years, tops. That's assuming it happens, which, again, I don't think it is. I think the left are going to uh, do their darndest. They tried really hard with BLM. They tried really hard with uh, Antifa. It didn't work because it was shown very quickly that the BLM and Antifa people were a bunch of basement-dwelling, pajama-wearing losers who will run at the first sign of resistance real resistance. When they start to bleed, when they start to get arrested, they run the other way. They, like most leftists in the United States, do not want to be held accountable for their actions. That, that, that the very concept of that is counter to leftist philosophy in the United States. Uh, so what they're doing now is these George Soros-backed DAs and uh, politicians are releasing the criminal class against the people of the United States. Because you look at any communist revolution throughout all of history, that was one of their tactics. They used street thugs to control the people at the street level. And that's what these people, Illinois... January 1st, after January 1st, Illinois is going to turn into a complete hellhole. It's going to be literally, literally, it will be the purge. Criminals are going to be released on the streets, murderers, rapists, thieves, kidnappers. The worst of the worst are going to be released onto the streets. And the people are not going to be able to defend themselves because of gun control. This is by design. This is how they're going to prosecute their war against we, the people of the United States. It's not going to be with the military. It's going to be with the criminal class. That's their plan. Their plan will not work out. Will not work out very well at all. Excuse me. Ah, one of my last vices. Got my tea. Got to have my tea. Well, it is Texas. <laughs> so that's my take on all this. I don't think it's going to be an overly hot civil war. I think civil war has already started. I think it's already gone hot. BLM has seen to that. But it is limited to blue urban areas. And if a real total civil war were to break out, which it won't, but if it did, just, you know, if... It would be limited to those blue urban areas. And again, it would be cleaned up really, really fast, really fast. Again, I say two years tops, but I don't even think it would take that much. But that's my take on the whole Civil War Part 2 thing, because finally it comes down to this. 
I think like the gun control debate, this argument has been taken to an impasse. So we've, we've reached the point where I'm just saying, say when. Say when. Mess around and find out. That's just me. Thanks for listening. If you want to get in contact with me, I am at Doc Bryant at just about every social media site except for Twitter, where I am at Doc Bryant Actual. You can also reach me at, uh, let's see, uh, Doc Bryant Show at ZohoMail, Z-O-H-O Mail dot com. Thanks for listening, and I'll talk to you later.